Welcome to a special episode of Always Listening as we begin Listener Appreciation Month. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel, and we are always listening. Josh, there has been a disturbance in the podcasting force. If you say so. <laughs> this Okay, so to me, this is not a big deal at all. It's not a big deal at all to you. Not in the least. Do you think that that is colored in any way or the way that the fact that I think it's a big deal... Well, obviously, I know I am affected by the fact that I am online. So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I saw lots of people's reaction to this. All you heard about it was from Gimlet, correct? Um, Did you read any coverage about it? No, and I don't. I don't. I don't need to to understand a business decision about a business that I'm not intimate with. That the people who are running it seem to make fairly good decisions fairly often. Fairly often is a good way to put it. All right, so I'll stop being cryptic. What we're talking about here is Gimlet, the uh, podcast production company founded by Alex Bloomberg from uh, NPR, from from Planet Money, from uh, Planet Money, and what's the other what's the other show? This American Life that he started yeah. as well. Uh, so I mean, this is a huge name. Gimlet has been a big deal in the podcasting space. They started with Startup, uh, his show, and then spun out from there, adding a bunch. One of the big hits from their first year was Mystery Show from Starly Kine. And so here's how this controversy started. On October 10th, Starly posted this late at night on her Facebook page. Hi, everyone. Many of you have been asking what's going on with Mystery Show, wondering when it will come back. This has often been phrased as, help me solve the mystery of what happened to Mystery Show. Okay, I kind of left myself open for that one. Really, though, I can't begin to tell you how much this means to me to have produced something that is so actively missed. But it's unfair for me to do all the appreciating and you to do all the wondering. I owe every listener an explanation. So here goes. In April, now mind you, this was posted October 10th. In April, Gimlet let me go. This came without warning while I was in the midst of working on the second season. I'd been having trouble figuring out the new season. Second seasons can be tricky. And so I'd gone away to work on an episode. I didn't make as much progress as I had hoped, but the season was starting to take shape. The day I returned, Alex Bloomberg told me the show was unsustainable. I was out. I lost my staff, my salary, my benefits, my budget, and my email address. Mystery Show is the only show that this has happened to at Gimlet. Just a few months prior, iTunes had voted it Best Podcast of the Year. Since then, I've been working every day to figure out a new plan for the show. I have things in the works, but nothing I can announce just yet. And listen, I know the lack of updates has been maddening. I know how frustrating it has been to go to the Mystery Show accounts and be greeted with silence. You guys are so patient, so loyal, and it's pained me not to be able to say anything until now. Frankly, I was at a loss as to what to say. But the time has come to let you in on what's been going on, to solve this one mystery for you, while I work to solve even more. Mystery Show is my heart and soul. I've never enjoyed working on anything more. I couldn't ask for better listeners, better sleuths, better humans. I look forward to opening a new case soon. Thank you. So that was Starley's side of it. Sure. Which prompted, fairly quickly, a response from Gimlet. Because the like just hearing Starley's side of it, the cry on Twitter was loud and clear. Well, a couple of things. So I haven't read Gimlet, and and even on Startup, it was a very small blip of uh, Alex simply saying, "That's what it's none of your business." Mostly, that's what we're going to play here in just a second. Oh, is that they didn't have a Twitter response or a social media response? There, the, so there was the official audio which you heard. Yeah, that came on the end. Now I've got the, the, he also released it as a solo clip and like posted it on a Twitter. It said because audio can convey things better than text sometimes. Here's Alex's response to the mystery show controversy or whatever. But there's not a controversy. 
There he is. There no, is there's absolute, not. So here, here is here is my okay, problem. First up, just and just. So I hadn't read her statement at all. I didn't know anything about the statement until you just read it to me. A couple of things with it uh, that make me think that it's not a big deal. So she was let go in April. You're going to assume that there may have been something in the contract between her and Gimlet, an NDA of some sort. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, but for her to say, well, frankly, I was at a loss for words. Well, no, that seems to be what your problem was with the mystery show that you couldn't put an episode together. <laughs> so how is this surprising? I think that's I think I think that's a little I think that's a little harsh. How is that a little how is that a little harsh? You your job is to put out your job with any company. The expectation is that you put out a product, and I'm sure there were timelines. Sure there were timelines. Absolutely. And if you can't hit those timelines, and if you can't put something together that you're proud of to put out, it is not my job as the employer to continue to employ that. That is fair. Now, here's the great thing about podcasts. Here's why it's a non-issue. Here's the best thing about podcasts. She is free to do whatever other show she would like to do in any process that she would want to do it in. And I would say, I will say on her side that sometimes podcasts can't stay to a schedule. For example, Hardcore History. You never know when the next Hardcore History is going to come out, really. It's whenever... Dan Carlin is done with it. It's whenever he feels comfortable putting out and he feels like he's put the whole story together and it, and it, and it goes out. Of course, but Gimlet's he, argument would be is he doesn't have a staff. Exactly. He not only does he not have a staff, Dan Carlin's not part of, of a machine. Yeah, he's, he's not, he's he's not a cog. Only answering to himself. Exactly. So if you go back and we did an episode on uh, Podcasters Group Therapy, which, hey, there's another podcast that can't seem to get shows out on time, even though it's it's a fantastic podcast to listen to and some great insight there. We did an episode on that about being with a network and being not with a network, right? And we, while we have had some issues, various issues with the different networks, they generally let us be free to do whatever we want to do. But there would be a point in time where if we went defunct and didn't put out an episode and didn't have a timeline for when we're going to put out an episode to where they will say, well, see you later. Yes. Here's my one issue. You're right. There is no Gimlet has no responsibility whatsoever to keep her employed throughout history. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is based on her statement and based on everything that has come from Gimlet, there is no explanation about what the expectations were as laid out to her her inclination here the way that she lays it out is they had given me no indication that they were unhappy with my progress and all of a sudden they're like you're out the door and not you're out the door next week you're out the door in a month i don't know you got to close down shop i find it pretty cryptic that in the statement she even says she was struggling to get season two together so obviously there was a conversation about it for her to admit that it was a struggle for her to put it together i'm sure it was hey when are we going to get get the next episode when's the next season what is what is even the outline for the next season we don't know because she's never done it fair fair right and what's keeping her from putting that outline out there if it's that big of a deal if she had her together what is so hard about putting an outline of hey this is what the season would have looked like oh you can't put it together you can't put it out there because maybe it doesn't exist 
But I'm saying that's Gimlet's responsibility it to put that timeline. It is not Gimlet's. It's Gimlet's responsibility to put to the timeline out. To her, yes, there. to her, not to any of us. I think as a company who is literally founded on opening up the books, so to speak. I mean, like that is what the reason why they're popular at all is because he started with startup. A podcast. And showed him a podcast was created about opening up the books. A podcast, not the company. Gimlet isn't isn't putting news out through surprisingly awesome. It's not putting uh, Gimlet news out through heavyweights. That that is a completely. Startup is a piece of the machine. And that piece puts out what it deems is best for that machine. That is it. And I personally think that what they've put out so far has been a misstep. So here, let's hear what Alex had to say, first of all. Let's hear his official statement, and then I've got another a, a small statement in text as well. And one more announcement before we come to a close here. Today, we made the very sad announcement that Gimlet will no longer be producing Mystery Show. Mystery Show, for those of you who don't know, was a show we launched last year um, with host Starley Kine. And I can honestly tell you, it was one of the most amazing podcast that I've ever had the privilege of being associated with. She's an original and her show broke all sorts of new ground. Um, on this podcast, we are transparent about a lot of things, but there are certain things that simply need to remain private. What I can tell you is that I'm really, really sad and I wish Starley all the best. All right, and here's, uh, this was on the blog at Gimlet's website. Uh, the Future of Mystery Show. Mystery Show, the Gimlet Media podcast created and hosted by Starley Kine, expanded the notion of what a podcast could be. Each episode, Starley solves a mystery that has been bedeviling someone for years. But Starley knows what any true fan of a mystery knows. The solution isn't the point of the mystery. It's the journey to the solution where all the delight is to be found. Gimlet is incredibly proud of Mystery Show. It was voted the number one podcast of 2015 by iTunes and garnered widespread critical acclaim. Without a doubt, Starley is one of podcasting's brightest stars. Uh, brightest talents, excuse me. Mystery Show is an ambitious production, and Starley has an uncompromising vision for the show, which is what makes it so great. However, these factors combined make Mystery Show unsustainable to produce and publish on a consistent basis, and therefore Gimlet will no longer produce new episodes of Mystery Show. We are in discussions with Starley to reach an agreement where she may produce Mystery Show independently of Gimlet. And that's what I wanted to say to you. You were like, she's free to do another show anywhere she wants to. Yes, another show. She doesn't own mystery show she can't take We've her she can't take this. what she's built with We've her. been through this it doesn't matter she she is the brand she is the product of mystery show she can do another show call it sleuth if you want to and she can continue doing what she's doing but you and I both know and she puts it out there and people are going to follow it it's going to get a following so let me put it to you this way from a strictly business standpoint how do most podcasts make revenue a lot of it comes through ads and yes. ads are projected out across a year based on a number of episodes being put out that you then add up those download rates and you can you can budget out on what you can hire who you can't hire based on the ad revenue of that show if you have a show that cannot meet those basic business standards how can it sustain itself 
Like they, they, how do you know they weren't expecting another 2 million downloads by April from the show that hasn't even put out the first one? How is it their responsibility to carry a show that's not bringing anything to the table at that point? When you look at budgets and projections, like, like I said, it's not their responsibility, but I do think, I think any business who, who fires somebody, I think you, you gotta, you gotta give them a window. You gotta give them a window as they're walking out the door. You don't say, I, I, I'm in the radio business, okay? That used to be my, my full-time day job is the radio business. And in the radio business, you get fired on a Friday afternoon and they walk you out the door because you're not given access to the microphones again. But when you get fired like that, it comes with some pay. They send you home because they do don't you want know, you in the building. How do you know? How do you know? You don't know how their contracts are set up. So you don't know if her contract, her salary, her pay is based on per series for this series you get this because you got to imagine if it's if it goes three seasons just like in television actors are going to get a bump how do you know that's not structured in she didn't hold up her end of the bargain of content which then puts her in breach of contract we don't know this is all speculation you don't know this is a non-issue a company no longer wanted an employee for reasons they deemed were worth terminating this relationship and now she has the ability if she has the gumption and if she has the fortitude to continue another project that she wants to do but it sounds like she scattered uh, wow okay boy there we we got real different opinions on this so there was one more response to this from gimlet and that came through did you you know because you're a gimlet supporter yeah okay Gimlet supporters are invited. Which is really, which, when you look through that prism, yeah, all the, right, yeah, you're, is, you're sending money into the machine. Is, you're like, it's uh, like, of course he's he's shilling for the company, but no, this is like, this is how I just generally think of business. You are also an employer, like yeah. that 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 affects this too. You're an employer, and I have been an employee for much longer in my career, you know, than, than you have. Been. Sure, I've never been in that employment position necessarily, but but I will say this. So Gimlet does a, a private Slack channel for their supporters. Are you a member of that? Do you? No, but okay. I could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you were you've gotten those emails. You just don't sign up yeah. and follow them. Okay. So Matt Lieber, who of course is is the the first you know partner that came on with Alex Bloomberg, he's really the business guy, the money guy. Uh, Matt did sort of a, a an AMA, you know, and ask me anything in the Slack about this issue. Uh, and, and, and one of our listeners was kind enough. They said, I don't want credit for this cause I don't really feel, uh, I don't want to share it publicly and I'm not going to link to the actual pictures, but I do want to share the gist of this conversation because Matt sort of asked or, or answered the questions. Uh, he says, we worked on season two for quite a few months with Starly inside the company and then tried to create space for her to produce it outside the company. Um, but unfortunately, episodes did not materialize, and only recently did we conclude that there really wasn't a chance of it coming back as a Gimlet show. It's a bit weird because we try and be as transparent as we can about what goes on at Gimlet, um, but there are some boundaries to that, and, and one of the fans commented, yeah, you don't F around with HR stuff, and that is absolutely true, and I do understand that part of it from, from Gimlet's side. There's also very, let's say, for instance, that there were personality issues that there were moments where and this is pure speculation but let's say that starly was difficult to work with personally difficult to work with like pitched fits or something in the office there's nothing to be gained by gimlet saying that in public it's going to be them punching down at a creator and it'll be their word against hers but at the same time if that's true you can understand why it might have been 
sort of shuddered suddenly and why they would also be, then be quiet about it. You don't turn off a cash flow, right? And if you have a show that's out there that is putting out content that is that you're able to get those ad dollars out of and you're able to use to leverage other new shows coming up. Like, think about this. You have other new shows that you are launching. Why wouldn't you want to try to reach as many listeners as possible by keeping this show on there just to leverage the launch of other shows? Because there's nothing there to leverage. There's no show coming out, right? That's essentially what it's saying. And to your argument about if somebody's difficult to work with, if you're producing... That cures a lot of those difficulties. Yeah, w- you winning. can work around somebody's personality no matter how difficult they are. If they're putting out strong content, the product always wins. So one of, one of the fans in the Slack channel asked, um, a- after uh, Matt continues for a bit, the, the question is, is there animosity between Gimlet and Starly? And this was a great answer. Matt says, and it's very telling, I think, I don't have a great answer for that. I will say I genuinely hope Starly makes I will say I genuinely hope Starly makes more audio because she's so unbelievably impossibly talented. Um and then he also adds Caitlin Kinney just gave me some advice which is that I should simply answer these questions by saying what celebrities say when they get divorced which is please respect our privacy at this time we are just trying to do what's best for our children. Um I like Matt and Matt in that Slack channel, and of course, that's a much smaller audience. It's an obvious an audience that is, um, you know, predisposed to sort of approve of you. I think in some ways. Having said all of that, though, he was very frank and very open. And again, like I say, when you get to the HR issues, like, well, I mean, it's like Apple. App, you know, I'm a big fan of Apple as a corporation, and a lot of times, a negative news story will come out from Apple, and it may be completely false. By anybody who follows the company, it looks false. It smells bad, even. But Apple won't respond to it in any way because there's nothing to be gained by chasing every story necessarily. Again, this is a non-story. <laughs> well, look, it was a big story there was, online. There was an employer who had differences with an employee, and from everything including her statement it looks like those issues had nothing to do with personality but her ability to put to lay audio down and create the content that was expected of her to create in the manner and time of which they needed it created so they let her go uh, well, we would love to hear what you think. There's a discussion about this uh, on our Facebook group. You can find that at alwayslistingpod.com slash Facebook. That'll take you straight to the group. If you're not a member, uh, click join, and I'll approve you as soon as I get a chance. Uh, but good conversations, there are always happening around the episodes. Um, if you have a strong opinion on this, email it in, uh, alwayslistingpod at gmail.com, or uh, say something on the Facebook group. I- I'd love to hear what our listeners and, think and, about And it. before we go, like... I I don't want my comments, I don't want my thoughts, I don't want my opinions to be viewed as, I think, the mystery show was terrible. I don't want to think that uh, I think Starly doesn't do a good job. I hope she comes up with another project and puts it out there. And at that point, I don't care what the timeline is because then she's not beholden to anybody. And I hope it's extremely successful. I'll check it out. I dig it, right? Um... So my my views and opinion on this subject is 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 strictly from hiring and firing of an employee 
and that's it. Like that's all I think this this is. Uh, a few folks have already commented on it. Uh, Mark Bologna, w- uh, the host of the Beyond Bourbon Street podcast, a great guy out of New Orleans, he's just curious to see how this turns out. I hope she can keep the name and restart Mystery Show on her own. Keeping the name, that's a big thing that I'm. I got my fingers crossed for. Why? Why? Because I think it matters. It matters. It Brandon doesn't matters. matter. How more, many seasons have there been? There's been one. Okay. And more people know Mystery Show than know the name Starly Kine. Even people who listen to the show, the people that listen to our show, Josh, people that have listened for years, they don't know which one is Josh and Joel. If you ask them who are the hosts of this show, a lot of times they won't know both the names. They might, well, they're both J names. What is it? It's like Jay and Jamie or something. Sure. And in, in two seasons of whatever new show she does, people will know that. And they'll, they may even reference of, oh, hey, that's what Mystery Show turned into. Uh, so Brad Bourgeois says, yikes, I hate to hear about this. Hate to hear of any uh, kind of discord between Alex and Starly, too. And then Mark Wang says, I'm really sad to hear about this. I think it's easy to imagine Alex Bloomberg as the plucky entrepreneur that somehow always manages to make things work with bubblegum and masking tape. But the reality is that inexperienced managers, which is what he is, make mistakes, some of which seem boneheaded from the outside. Not to bring up a sore spot, but the tape of him trying to give a sales pitch to Chris Saka was honestly painful to listen to. I'll miss Mystery Show, but I think if you think about what it takes to produce a show like that the travel and the expenses for essentially a rambling go nowhere plot narrated by the ever lovable starly it's not really that surprising well and here's the deal why do people why does everybody think that it was alex's uh, it was alex's decision because he's the he's the he had to sign off on it sure he had to sign off of it sure but how do you know other people in the company aren't presenting him with things and he's having to make a, a difficult choice I'm, I'm, and he's trying is, to make the best choice for his company based on a plethora of input, based on a lot of different factors that have absolutely nothing to do with with Starly or our personality conflicts or any of that BS. No, absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think it is. I think it is much more logical procession of of thought to think that you know Matt comes to him and says, "Look, man, <laughs> this is what it's costing us every month." to hang on to the possibility that we might get another mystery show at some point in the future. At what point is that too long to wait? Like we can go this, we can go this long waiting on the next season and continue playing healthcare and continue paying, paying salaries. And as long as we can get the show by this date, the money will be a wash and we're good with that. But at one point after that, where it's like we are losing money on this, I'll say this. If you go back to and when- And maybe it wasn't a financial matter. Again, we're all speculating. We don't yes, know. No, absolutely. But if you go back to when you and I first started listening to podcasts together, I'm not that we listened together, but you know what I mean. When you first started listening to podcasts and we first started discussing them, can you imagine that there would be a podcasting-only company that would have a business decision that would be at the level that we'd do a 25-minute episode about? <laughs> like, think about that. No, because I don't think this is even a big deal. <laughs> All right. Well, as some of our listeners did, some of our fans did, and I think I think the the podcasting industry as a whole did. I think I just think you're just dis- because you're not on social media, you did not see the the widespread reaction to this, even from people that don't listen to the show. That's because people 
don't have enough problems in their own lives. I know. You I don't have to worry. Like, if you want something to eat, man, just order it on an app. You don't have to. Like, <laughs> people don't have enough worries Look, that they make mountains out of molehills. Gimlet, Gimlet is a, a special and unique snowflake. It is the first of its kind in our industry. And because of that, this is the first sort of incident slash, you know, scandal, whatever. This is the first big thing that has happened to them that in any way looked negative. And I think that was always going to be a big moment. And I think it's worthy of us discussing it. Uh, it is Listener Appreciation Month. Did you know that, Josh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so here's the deal. We've got four episodes coming for you uh, this month. This is the first. We're going to have a regular review for you next week as uh, I'll be bringing another round to discuss with Josh. Uh, after that, we, well, it's up in the air. We'll have more for you soon. We've got two uh, shows coming after that, so an episode for you every single week throughout the month of November. Thanks to all of our patrons, especially you can always support the show by going to alwayslisteningpod.com slash support. Josh, you got anything? to add no dude i'm good <laughs> all right uh we will be back in just one week here on the feed thanks to all of our subscribers thanks to our listeners and thanks to everybody who's hanging out on the facebook group until our next episode we've been your hosts i'm josh i'm joel and we are always listening yeah i know i ain't seen it all but i've seen enough Always Listening Podcast Reviews is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find all our reviews, more info about the shows, and other podcasts we produce at alwayslisteningpod.com. If you love podcasts as much as we do, check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Our theme song is Enough from Bethany Rayburn. Day comes and I stop breathing. Will you bury me with my love? Will you bury me with my love? Cause if I never thought twice about dying Then this ain't no life at all Honey, it ain't no life at all Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.